0: And
2: then there was bass Good evening motherfuckers and motherfuckers This is your host Young dollar Mike of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes,
3: sir.
2: How was your Thanksgiving, Ben Ready?
3: Thanksgiving was wonderful, man. It was wonderful. Uh, got a lot to be thankful for this year. You know what I'm saying? Um, life as we all, you know, of course, number one. But uh, you know, man, it, it's been it's been a crazy year, but uh, you know, thriving and shining, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? How about yourself?
2: uh you know it was good spent that shit uh the the first thanksgiving in my home so that was fly my wife cooked and shit you know it was together with my kids and my my wife basically my immediate family the family that i created so mm-hmm. you know that was cool just for the most part spent that shit playing video games with deuce and shit then ate dinner as a family so
3: What y'all eat I know y'all eat traditional
2: Thanksgiving shit Oh you did do traditional Yeah Well no we didn't have We didn't have turkey Okay So uh Ham Greens Um Dressing
3: You know Thanksgiving shit
2: Yams Mac and cheese Yams came later For sure mac and cheese You know Goes (laughs) without saying If you don't have macaroni and cheese That shit ain't even Thanksgiving Like
3: Yeah you gotta have That's like the star It's it's no longer the turkey Yeah thanks uh, uh, Macaroni is the new turkey Yeah
2: That's the 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 piece de hilarious Or whatever the fuck They call (laughs) that shit (laughs) Nigga Oh shit The the macaroni is definitely The Michael Jordan of the team
3: Yeah cause niggas Niggas ask who made the macaroni Not who made the turkey Yeah And
2: It ain't never no leftover macaroni Never That shit be gone
3: You better get that shit On your to-go plate Or yeah, right.
2: you you got You got turkey For two weeks You ain't gonna have No fucking macaroni Left If there's some Leftover macaroni Your macaroni Wasn't good Make macaroni soup Yeah Nigga that, that shit Is that little Last shit At the bottom Of the fucking pan like we had left on macaroni just because we a family of four. So mm-hmm. we ain't even gonna be able to eat all that shit. Right. But if you had the whole family around and it's leftover macaroni, your shit is garbage. But um anyway, to the to the topic, straight into the shits. Um this episode is entitled The Ice Box Challenge. You know, shout out to my nigga Omarion. A lot of us, you know, been having different uh perspectives on how he handled This whole little situation with Fizz and his baby mama, Mm -hmm. you know, a a, a lot of people was like, "Damn, you know, if if I was him, I'd do this. If I was him, I'd have did that. If I was him, I'd have did this." Now that we see what he did, if I was him, I'd have did exactly what he did,
3: the exact same way.
2: Like nigga, he played that shit like a master fucking chess player. That shit, like I, I gave him a standing ovation when I found out how he handled that shit because me like realistically when I first heard about the whole situation and just his silence throughout the whole uh ordeal it was like damn I wonder why this motherfucker not saying nothing because just you know in the minds of most regular people we like nigga if if, if that was me I'd have tripped the fuck out most you know the average motherfucker would have been like nigga you got me fucked up We'd have made a statement We'd have did an interview We'd have made some Instagram posts Dissing the niggas We'd have, you know, clown the baby mama And talked some shit That nigga just played that shit smooth As a motherfucker Like, I, I got to give that nigga the, the utmost respect For how he handled this situation Because he handled this situation A lot better than most people would have That nigga was a Bill Belichick In this situation like Mm. he he was he was uh you know he 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 used his mind and not his heart and that's pretty much what I what I want to talk about on today's episode you know using logic over emotion a lot of people when they get in situations where they feel disrespected betrayed or you know in any way slighted a lot of people react emotionally. He reacted strategically. And I got to give him all the props for that shit. Because that's not always easy. You know, a lot of times you're in a situation where somebody steps on your shoe or bump you or something. And immediately your mind just go to, nigga, you got me fucked up. And we react. And this motherfucker plays that shit as smooth as you can play some shit. You know, it's, it's a lot of motherfuckers in prison because of situations similar to this. You know, your homeboy is fucking with your baby mama. And as much as people are saying, oh, you know, they they wasn't friends. I don't give a fuck.
3: Feels like a business associate.
2: Exactly. If a nigga who lived in my apartments was fucking with somebody who they know is my child's mom, I'm a feel away about that shit. If a co-worker do it, any nigga who know me, nigga, I don't give a fuck if we rode the same bus to work every day and didn't speak to each other. Nigga, don't go fucking with my baby mama, dog. Like, you know, that's me. Like, that's just man call. Like, you don't fuck with nobody who you fuck with ex-woman. So it's like, you know, that shit was just grimy all around. Like, uh, April and Fizz both fucking up. Like, y'all niggas in the red. And, you know, he just didn't say shit about none of it. Like, he didn't he didn't make no statements. He didn't do no interviews. He didn't, you know, like, you know, a lot of motherfuckers do, like, subliminal disses and posts and shit that goes up on the shade room and baller alert and the blogs and shit like that. Like, he just played that shit smooth. Like, niggas, it looked like he didn't even know. He was the only nigga who didn't react. Everybody else had a thousand opinions, and that you know what everybody do. Oh, if it was me, I'd have did this. If it was me, I'd have did this. Like he, he did the the perfect shit. He didn't get mad.
3: I wonder was he building like? Is he trying to build like a uh, some sort of a custody, uh, you know, case like with the kids or whatever? I don't know if he have custody, full custody of them or whatnot, but like a. Like look what's going on here You know Maybe she's an unfit mother Messing with uh, You know my friend I don't know if that Stand up in court Or Or maybe he was just Being quiet Just for the simple reason Of like nigga Y'all can do what y'all Gonna do but uh, I'm gonna do this tour
2: That's what I think You know what I'm saying Because it's like You you can't call a woman An unfit mother Because of who she sleeps with
3: mm, That's very you true You know
2: She's not harming the kids In no way She's not doing Nothing malicious or Nothing like that She's just a A slimy motherfucker Like
3: at one video, you can you can say maybe she was on yeah, some kind of drugs.
2: That, yeah, that was all bad. The one when she pulled her leggings up, talking about this fat pussy <laughs> and all that type of shit. Yeah, nigga, that that's a terrible look. But as far as the whole situation with her fucking with Fizz, you can't use that in a custody battle because it's like, okay, nigga, you you can't uh, dictate who she sleeps with or who she get into a relationship with, even if she literally fucked Omarion's brother. Like that ain't. You know, that's not a, a a thing that has to do with the children. Right. But I think he just did this shit because he like, all right, nigga, y'all niggas been having me fucked up for a while. Because from what I've heard, he don't get along with nobody in B2K. So this kind of just seemed like a like the, the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you
2: niggas didn't have me fucked up for the longest, you know, from what I heard. During the last millennium tour She was coming to the shows To see Fizz So nigga you already flagrantly Parading this bullshit In my fucking face And as much as I'm telling y'all I'm not tripping and I'm cool And all that type of shit Wrong is wrong So nigga whether I react to Your wrong or not You still fucking wrong So y'all niggas was in the red I had to do what I had to do he didn't get mad. He got money. And that's a beautiful fucking thing. That's something that I I want to be able to teach that shit to my kids. Like when somebody wrongs you, mm-hmm. you don't always have to immediately react. Sometimes you got to let that shit sit for a while and you go back and regroup. You go back and think. You check your emotions, check your ego, let that shit simmer and you move on strategy before you move on emotion. You know, a lot of people move on emotion and emotional like emotional intelligence is very important. Emotional intelligence is how you react when you are in situations of emotional duress, whether that be. You know, somebody doing something wrong to you or something happening that don't go in your favor. Mm -hmm. You know, immediately, it's only human nature that your emotions are going to get involved. But you don't always have to make moves based on those emotions. You know, it's not wrong to get angry. It's not wrong to get sad. It's not wrong to feel betrayed. But you don't have to act Out of betrayal, out of anger, out of sadness, out of desperation. Take those emotions out of the mix when you make your decision. So even if your decision is to get retribution on a person, make sure that you do that strategically like he did. Cause you know the average nigga Oh I'm gonna go fuck Fizz up Next time I see Fizz It's on nigga Next time I see Fizz He gotta catch these hands Yeah that's cool in the moment Until Fizz sue you Press charges Put your ass in jail Now you fucked up But the way he moved He said nah look Yes that was fucked up Yes I'm perturbed about that Cause I'm sure Omarion Probably did feel the way But he didn't project his emotion. Mm -hmm. He moved on his logic. He said, nigga, how am I going to get this nigga back? Because a lot of times that's that's what you do when you feel like you got to get a motherfucker back. It ain't always about getting back emotionally. You know, it's just like how they say about, you know, just the black community as a whole. Like when something happens and motherfuckers go riot, go tear up shit, burn shit down and all that type of shit. A lot of that shit y'all burning is insured. So what did you really gain by having a riot? Like that's not going to bring back, you know, who got killed. That's not going to cost the officer who did that. That's not going to cost him his job. He's still going to go and do what he do. After you done burnt all that shit down and insurance cover, everything going to go back to what it was. And we back at square one. You know, some of y'all niggas done went to jail behind this shit and everything like you in the worst position than you was in the first place because you moved on emotion. Motherfuckers got to learn to move off a of strategy. And this shit was like the perfect example of that shit. Like this nigga moved strategically. And as many times as I'm going to say this shit, I got to give this nigga all the credit for that shit because a lot of times your emotions drop your IQ. You know like it's it's mm. a, it's a scientific fact. Right. When you're angry, you're not as intelligent. You know yo you you make stupid fucking decisions. You know when when you sad, when you depressed, when you in any emotionally heightened state, nigga, you ain't in your right mind. You say shit that you might not mean, you do shit that you didn't mean to do You make fucking silly mistakes, you do shit sloppy But when you sit back, you know, like I said When you sit back and be like, alright I'm gonna let this shit simmer for a minute I'm a little pissed off, like when me and my wife get into it I don't like to talk to her when I'm mad So when we at odds with each other We shut the fuck up Like we, we just silent you know I'ma see you I'm still gonna kiss you goodnight And shit like that But we not finna have no conversations While we pissed off Because we know nigga when you mad you, you, you might say some shit that you wouldn't want said Or something that you wouldn't have said If you wasn't in a fucked up mood So When you get in situations where something Perturbs you Sometimes you gotta sit back and count to 10 Or do whatever you do That gets your mind back right like me personally, sometimes I like to get on the freeway, turn my music up real loud and drive fast. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at, at least a, a reasonable safe speed. Yeah, you know, but I like to turn my music up and I like to ride. You know, sometimes that 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 put me back in my 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 right mind frame. Thought
3: oh, that Freddie Gibbs
2: on? Hell yeah, nigga! That uh <laughs> that Paul Maligne.
3: Man, I love that
2: track, nigga! That that Paul Maligne put me right where I need to be, nigga. Like you know. You gotta find your little thing that, that makes you feel better. And then you can come back and revisit the situation. You know, a lot of times, some situations you have to handle immediately. But that's a, a a small amount of things. Most shit, you can kick back, count to 10, and then revisit the shit. Everything that that applies to, that's how you should settle it a lot of times. A lot of motherfuckers is too busy trying to Look hard, you know, because a lot of times it's ego shit. You know, oh that nigga bummed my shoulder. You could have easily been like, you know, my bad or left it the fuck alone. Cause a lot of shit, you could leave that shit the fuck alone. Like certain shit motherfuckers do. If you just left it alone, you'd be a lot better off. You know how many times a motherfucker didn't put himself in prison because a nigga stepped on his shoe. Or looked at his girl. Or y'all niggas misinterpreted how y'all looked at each other. Like nigga, I got this look on my face all the time. So I'm, I'm not the type of nigga that if you just caught me looking in your direction, you would assume I liked you. So if I'm sitting here like this <clears throat> and a motherfucker catch my eye, it might look like I'm looking at him with a fucked up look on my face. And honestly, I ain't even looking at you, nigga. I'm just looking in your fucking direction. But niggas could take a look wrong and take that shit to a level that that shit never needed to be at. You know, and it's like, that's also the value of communication. You know, sometimes, you know, like I tell niggas, like I've I've learned through maturity to check my ego a lot of times when niggas come at me with certain shit. Like, just say hypothetically, I'm sitting here looking And a motherfucker walk up like, hey, homie, you was looking at me a certain way. Immaturity is like, nigga, fuck you. Nigga, I wasn't looking at you, but what the fuck you want to do? But now that I'm mature, it's more like, my bad, homie. I ain't even noticed that, you know, I was looking at you no certain type of way. Like, it is what it is. You know, my bad. Because that's something that a lot of motherfuckers, you know, need to learn to do, is fucking apologize. Right. You know, a lot of motherfuckers... A lot of situations That go a lot better If niggas learn How to just apologize You know I did a, a episode You know Five or six shows Ago about ego You know A lot of times Your ego won't allow you To just say My bad Especially if you feel like It wasn't your fault Cause you know Like I tell niggas Man sometimes I might say something That a person takes wrong And I'll apologize For offending you Even though That wasn't um my intent you know a lot of time motherfuckers like I ain't even mean it like that so instead of just saying my bad you know sorry you know they want to take that shit into some shit that it don't have to be and that's you know ego and ego emotion is always tied to to ego you know ego is what tells you you're special ego is what tells you you're this and you're that so if somebody tells you something and that doesn't make your ego feel good. Your emotion is triggered. Like, oh, well, nigga? You said whoop-de-whoop. Like, no, motherfucker. I'm just saying, nigga, what you said, I didn't like how you said that shit. You didn't like how I said it, my bad. I didn't mean it like that. This is how I meant it. And we moved the fuck on. But a lot of motherfuckers would rather turn it up. And that's what could have happened in the situation with Omarion. Oh, Marion could have easily jumped on Instagram like, fuck that nigga and that bitch. Fuck both of them. This bitch ass slimy nigga. How the fuck you going to fuck my baby mama? He could have did an hour long video talking about that shit. Mm. Like that shit could have went a whole different way. You know, like and shout out to Bow Wow, who I gave props early in our podcasting careers. When homegirl jumped all on him and he played that shit smooth because, you know, To me, I give you a lot more props as a man if you're able to keep it cool, back up, and react strategically than if you react physically. Because reacting physically is easy. It's easy to react out of anger. It's easy to start a fight. It's easy to swing on a nigga. It's not as easy to be like, all right, nigga, and back up and move strategically. You know, it's, it's a lot more difficult to react. With um tact. Mm-hmm. Or um
3: uh, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for. Um Damn. It's it's been a lot of dead or a lot of men died. You know, the the whole bump into your, your shoulder at the club shit or where anywhere out, like and it's crazy, like, you know, all it took a lot of people still be alive if all they did, did was say, Oh man, I didn't I didn't mean it, I was an accident. But you know what I'm saying When niggas get bumped Like Nigga what What you want to do Nigga And that shit go All the way somewhere else Yeah
2: Like And and Out here That happens A lot Nigga South Central Los Angeles Boy Oh boy And shit The inner cities All across the country It's niggas locked up Cause somebody Stepped on a nigga's shoe It's niggas locked up Cause a motherfucker Looked at a nigga wrong Across the club Mm -hmm. This niggas locked up because a motherfucker Bumped somebody's shoulder and wouldn't say I'm sorry Like nigga Emotional intelligence is a big Motherfucking thing Like you gotta be able to be intelligent In spite of Your emotions Like nigga you can't let your emotions Make the moves for you You can't let your emotions Fuck you up You know you can't make Permanent decisions based on temporary emotions because you only gonna feel that way for a short amount of time you don't want the consequences to outlast the emotion and a lot of times the consequences of the actions done under emotional duress are permanent and emotional duress is temporary a lot of times you only mad for about five or ten minutes just say nigga, step on your fucking shoe and walk the fuck away you couldn't catch him nigga you ain't even mad no more especially after you done drunk a couple drinks bitch then danced on you your favorite song came on you ain't even thinking about that shit but niggas done reacted emotionally nigga you done swung on this nigga you done got kicked out the party nigga the police didn't came you done did a night or two in jail Nigga, your ass could could have been partying. You probably would have got some pussy at the end of the night if you wouldn't have fucked the party up because a nigga stepped on your fucking shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of times that that emotional reaction is literally the wrong shit. You know, like, um, I heard a quote. It basically went like, uh, speak why you mad and you'll make the best speech you'll ever regret. Like, nigga, when, when you talk out of anger a lot of times you say some shit that could fuck a whole relationship up if not in the relationship and a lot of times it's based on a temporary emotion sometimes it's based on the emotion that came from a lie you know you you heard some shit that wasn't even true you know somebody said they saw your girl at the movies with somebody else Come to find out it's a bitch that looked like your girl. They just happened to have the same color shirt on or some shit. Now you done called your girl all type of hoes and bitches and, oh, I knew you was a hoe. Niggas already told me about you. Yeah, my homeboy Johnny Ben said he fucked you and all type of shit. Then you find out it wasn't even her. Nigga, you can't unring that bell. You can't put that toothpaste back into that tube. You know, a lot of shit that you do is irreversible. Based on some shit that ain't even real Like sometimes you gotta Kick back Get all the information And react based on reality And not based on what your mind Told you to do You know because a lot of times Your emotion is what Shuts logic off Now you just going off Primal fucking instinct Nigga you at the intelligence level Of a fucking animal now because that's what you're moving on. You know, a lot of times when you're moving on emotion, you're moving on animal instincts. And that's that's not a good place to be a lot of times in a lot of situations. You know, I've, I've been working my whole life to be able to do that shit. Like be able to back the fuck up off of how I feel and start moving off of what my mind tells me to do. The intellectual side anyway, like... Nigga, do do I really need to react off this shit? Does this shit really matter enough for me to do what I think I'm finna do? You know, sometimes like, and this is, you know, just some some bullshit, but like I tell motherfuckers all the time, when you're getting ready to talk to a woman, jack off first. Because when you talking to a woman and you horny, that will fuck your game up. Like there's been times a nigga has been talking to a girl he don't even like and he's saying some shit that he don't even mean because he's trying to get him some. So his mind ain't all the way in it because he's thinking like how, you know, the the term has been since before I was born thinking with your dick. When you run around here talking to women horny, you thinking with your dick. It's just like how they say you shouldn't go shopping when you hungry because, you know, you you letting your appetite shop for you. Oh, damn snacks and cakes. Ooh, this is quick. Ooh, let me go grab some cup of noodles. nigga. I'm just trying to grab something. I could throw in the refrigerator real quick like you don't you shouldn't be making decisions based on <coughs> those, those type of feelings, because a lot of times, you know, your mind ain't working when something else ain't working. Like I got a coworker who would always say um, You can't really think straight When your rent not paid Basically something that we talk about When we um, You know when we get put on a route That don't make a lot of money mm-hmm. You know it's like man you, you know how pissed off You get when your money get fucked up Because you can't think straight When you hungry and you can't think straight When your lights ain't on You can't think straight when your mortgage ain't paid And it's like you know, that's why I always believe in backing up off a situation, you know, and and taking that situation off my mind when I'm thinking about how I'm a move right. even in that situation. Right. You know, because like with a nigga stepping on your shoe, if you sitting here thinking about how your shoe was fucked up, all your thought is, is I'm going to react to the nigga who stepped on my shoe. If you could sit back for a minute and be like. Is it worth me taking off on this nigga? Or can I just go home, hit this shit with the Jason Mark and be straight? You know, a a, a lot of times, a lot of these situations that we we react to and go big on is some shit with a simple fucking solution. But we wasn't even thinking about the simple solution. We wasn't even thinking this is small. Like what niggas love to say when they go big on some shit, it's the principle. It was the principle. Oh, no. See, y'all, y'all only looking at the shoe. Fuck the shoe. It's the principle. When you say shit like that, all that saying is, it's my ego. Because fuck the shoe. Okay, we're going to take the shoe out of the fucking equation. Okay, what really is it? Principle? What is principle? It's your fucking ego. Because at the end of the day, a nigga stepping on your shoe It's literally just your shoe. He didn't break your foot. He didn't kill your mom. He didn't take no money out your pocket. It's a fucking shoe. Nine times out of ten, the type of niggas who get mad about a shoe that stepped on got 80 other pair at the house.
3: Facts. Like,
2: nigga, I get mad a nigga step on my shoe, nigga. Yeah, I got a hundred pair, nigga, but you stepped on these. I like these, too, nigga. But at the end of the day, it's just a fucking shoe. Nigga I got bills Just And shit Just a
3: fucking shoe
2: Exactly nigga I, I got bills and shit At the house nigga
3: Niggas be on my bumper Cause I wear My Yeezys to work And I'm like nigga I have to be comfortable At work Yeah like, like I got a pair of white ones Nigga that didn't turn like gray And I'm like Nigga they work shoes now I can't wear these out like that You know what I'm saying But it's comfortable Like You have it's it's niggas that do construction that buy two hundred and fifty dollar boots. red wings. Red wings. There you go. You have to be comfortable. Hell yeah, nigga. You know. But a shoe is a shoe. A shoe is made to get fucked up, you know. (laughs) Nigga, there are Yeezys under this table, nigga. (laughs) They 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 made to get toe up. Like that shoes don't last forever. Nigga there's been
2: times I've been sitting here speaking on this microphone and I look down I'm stepping on a pair of Yeezys on accident, <laughs> nigga. I'm like, "Oh, what? Nigga, hey,
3: yeah. nigga, you got Yeezys under the chair." Man, yeah, I mean, but you know shit, nigga. If if you had if you had stuff in life like shit like that don't matter.
2: Nigga, it's at least $700 worth of shoes under this table that we talking on right now. Nigga, I got some some Jordan 6s by my left foot some he got game 13s by my right foot it's some yeezys over there by that nigga feet like nigga
3: dead stock
2: yeah he got the bread 11s right here in his hand that don't come out till next month nigga let me see (laughs) nigga because i'm gonna eventually put this shit on youtube nigga these just sitting under the table nigga like to be Size 13. I could wear these motherfuckers.
3: <laughs> Get y'all paired next month on the 14th. Yeah,
2: y'all, y'all gonna be waiting for these motherfuckers. Well it's this month now. Yeah, oh, they God. sitting here right the fuck here. These come out this the Christmas release?
3: Uh they come out like a week before Christmas. Crazy. You know what I'm saying.
2: Well yeah, nigga, and they just sitting under the fucking table because they just shoes. Just shoes. You know, it's it's material bullshit. Yeah. You know, some people put more value on it than need be. Like niggas is gonna get killed Over them motherfuckers Like that's the saddest part Of all this shit When them motherfuckers come out Whenever they come out on the 22nd or whatever 14th 14th It's gonna be motherfuckers standing in a long ass line At the mall Somebody gonna cut somebody's spot And it's gonna be drama Behind a spotting line A nigga stepped in front of you In a line and the fucked up part of that whole shit is you probably still would have got your pair if y'all niggas wouldn't have got got into it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one spot in line. But niggas cannot separate emotion from a situation. And motherfuckers got to learn to get over that shit, man. Like, you know, I, I always believe in trying not to take myself too serious. And that's a big thing when it comes to ego. You know, when we got ego, we we take ourselves super fucking serious. Like, we can't take shit as nigga, it is what it is. I got better things to worry about. Hell no, nigga, it's the principal. nigga, fuck that shit. I ain't even worried about the principal at my high school. I damn sure ain't finna be worried about some bullshit situation that I'm gonna get over. You know, I tell niggas, man. You know, yo, your, your life is bigger than this fucking situation. So don't throw it away because of this situation. You know, these motherfuckers getting into it and, and these uh these lines for these stupid ass fucking sandwiches. Like the nigga who got stabbed in that Popeyes for the sandwich. Oh my goodness! It wasn't the sandwich. It's the principality. Exactly. It was a spot in line. A nigga cut him in line and instead of being like alright nigga I just get my sandwich 48 seconds later he stabbed the nigga now it's two motherfuckers off the street behind a spotting line fuck the sandwich it was ego nigga you got stabbed behind principles you didn't get stabbed behind a fucking sandwich but it looked good in the headline so nigga you got stabbed over a fucking sandwich But if that was a spot in line for some Jordans, that same nigga probably still would have stabbed you. If that was a line for a fucking EBT card, that nigga probably still would have stabbed you. But whatever it is, nigga, it was an emotional reaction to a temporary situation that has permanent fucking consequences. And motherfuckers got to stop doing that shit. Like niggas got to learn to get that emotion out of shit because it's, it's not wrong To take something The wrong way It's not wrong To be offended It's not wrong To be pissed off You know I get pissed off At shit I get mad at shit I complain about shit I talk shit It's a lot of times When somebody do something I don't like And I immediately Motherfucker This some bullshit Fuck this nigga But I don't react Off that shit Right like nigga, my wife would tell you, nigga. Like if if I come to work and they tell me to go somewhere I really didn't want to go, trust me, I'm gonna be on the phone talking mm-hmm. big shit.
3: But you ain't you ain't gonna let I that ain't shit gonna take do me. shit. All right, because it, it's big. It's bigger than you.
2: Exactly, nigga. This emotional reaction that I want to do, it's not gonna be conducive to me paying my bills. It's not gonna be conducive to me taking care of my family. Right. So even though I want to go up in this office and beat the shit out of everybody in there, even though I want to quit or do any other shit based on how I feel at the time, I can't do that because I got a fucking family to feed, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, you know, full motherfucking circle to the icebox challenge. Mr. Omarion, he could have did a thousand different fucking things. But that nigga moved strategically and he helped himself and got revenge the same fucking time. Like that's the best type of revenge. The best revenge in the world is success because it helps you and hurts the motherfucker that you mad at. It hurts the motherfucker that's mad at you. It ain't nothing worse than seeing the motherfucker who you hate. With a big ass smile on their face. That shit burns a motherfucker up. A motherfucker who can't stand your ass hate to see a picture of you smiling and laughing. It's just like when you in a relationship, you and your girl beefing. Mm-hmm. Nigga, what's gonna piss you the fuck off more than anything? That bitch is over here somewhere laughing. Laughing.
3: Talking La- on the phone, laughing. Everything is funny as fuck. <laughs> At war time The fuck you laughing at bitch Slap that fucking phone Out your head Hell yeah nigga (laughs) Fuck
2: so funny Yeah I'm over here pissed off You laugh The fuck you laughing at You playing me for cheap Exactly nigga Like you don't wanna see No motherfucker That you mad at With a smile on their face So when it comes to situations Where somebody do some Foul shit to you My nigga Succeed on they bitch ass Nigga that's my That's my favorite fucking flex That's my favorite revenge that's the reason i was so happy to see what omarion did because oh y'all niggas gonna be sick when you realize this tour gonna sell out i'ma get big old fat money especially it's money y'all niggas could have got if your ass knew how to act but you want to be a little bitch so you and april y'all go ahead and have your little fun and go post your little pictures on instagram and I'ma go ahead and make this 20 million
3: get this big stupid bag hell
2: man. yeah nigga I'ma go ahead and get these millions while y'all motherfuckers go over there and post your little pictures with your bitch ass fuck y'all like nigga that shit was nigga I, nigga, I stood up nigga like uh after a fucking opera and shit when the motherfuckers be that's it, it the, the, the clap starts slowing nigga yeah. god damn it Omarion
3: Nigga yeah, I lowkey wanted to buy a ticket Just because I wasn't, I probably wasn't gonna go But on the strength though I know Fizz ain't getting the money <laughs> <laughs> Hey nigga I swear to God Nigga I was telling one of my coworkers Like
2: nigga I wanna go to the show Like hey. nigga I ain't never been a B2K fan I ain't never been a fan of Omar I ain't never been a fan of none of that shit But like, now I damn near followed that nigga on Instagram. I was like, nigga, I was finna make him my profile picture on IG, but I'm like, nah, nigga's gonna clown. But, I nigga, I on front.
3: There's a couple of things. I, I liked it, uh, I liked it, Omarion, some of his singles. And I followed that nigga after that. Hey, that's what I'm saying, nigga. Hey, I was finna follow him on Instagram. I'm like, hey, nigga. I say, yo, that nigga making calculated moves like that, hey. nigga. I'm here for it. Yeah,
2: exactly. It. Nigga. I said, nigga, the ice box challenge, my nigga. Oh, man. That shit is fucking amazing. I hope that go viral, nigga. The ice box challenge. Nigga, somebody do some bullshit to you, nigga. Fuck reacting emotionally, nigga. Double back and get money on they motherfucking ass. Nigga, fuck swinging on a nigga, fuck talking shit, fuck getting on Instagram live and, you know, murder mouthing a nigga, double back and get money, nigga, post a picture of your ass with some money that you made, like, nigga, that's, that was the ultimate form of motherfucking revenge, I was, I was proud to be a Scorpio that day, I was like, yeah, that's some Scorpio shit, because, you know, any motherfucker that really know Scorpios, no, nigga, we love revenge, my nigga. I'm addicted to revenge. Like, that shit is, nigga, it's, it's, it's worth it for a nigga to do some bullshit for me to be able to get back at his motherfucking ass. All right. And it's, it's fantastic to see a nigga get back like that. Nigga, you got revenge and you didn't have to go to jail?
3: That was, that's one of the best ones, man. Man, that shit is amazing, my nigga.
2: Like, nigga, you get all the props in the world from me. Like, nigga, that's air horns and bombs and all that shit. Like, man, nigga. And especially the the thought of of Lil' Fizz knowing what them checks hitting like.
3: And it's funny because he, uh, he, uh, what you, he... Made a post, I think, prior to that coming out, and it was like uh something about on the phone. Oh, on the BM. phone BM, and he deleted yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Nigga was like, okay. Mario was like, Haha, I got something for you on your <laughs> birthday, nigga. Hit <laughs> 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 yeah, his ass with the
2: T in all capital letters, in all nigga.
3: caps, nigga. And then he. Socked it to that nigga Yeah
2: Cause nigga It was like a A a post that they said That Omarion put And he tagged all them Like see y'all on the Millennium 2020 tour And people is like Come on Omarion How the fuck you gonna let This nigga do all this And you gonna let him Come on tour and get money he said, no, I mean, I'm going to see them on tour They won't be on stage <laughs> But I'll see them
3: Yeah, you'll see you'll them, see Mario Y'all going to see me Yeah, nigga, y'all going to see me on tour B2K going to be there? I'm yeah. a part of B2K you know?
2: Yeah, B2K might be there They ain't going to be performing <laughs> But they might be there
3: Nigga, I don't even know what them other niggas do
2: Nigga says, B2K going to be there? Yeah, if they buy tickets Yeah, they might. Yeah, they want to be in VIP in front row Yeah, nigga, if, if, if shit, nigga I got some passes for them
3: they want to come be backstage. Did you seen the video of uh, what's the other nigga named Bug? Jay Bug when he was eating cereal. Nah, not that one. When he uh, he was on live Instagram and uh, somebody said that did he mess up? Did he mess up everything? Fizz. He was like, man, nah. Then he's like, he he only messed up about ninety. It was about ninety percent his fault. So I was like, God damn, nigga, that's a lot. Hell and, yeah. And he was laughing. that nigga was like, man january january february april march you know what i'm saying he, he said mm-hmm. april name in there so i'm like okay i'll see what's going on here yeah january, february, whatever the nigga january yeah, nigga. February, march april whatever the fuck way he said yeah, nigga. yeah
2: nigga. april yeah. marching they ass right into the poor house <laughs> fucking they whole shit up hey yeah, that
3: and it's, that is similar to uh the Beatles and uh, Yoko Ono. Yo- Yoko Ono?
2: Yeah, Yoko Ono with Yoko John ono. Lennon. Yeah. Fucked the whole group up.
3: Well, the group was fucked up before them, but this fucked up they bag It's yeah. similar, almost similar like. Yeah. Can't believe it. And she like, bruh, like and you know she ran through like she she said everybody on that fucking mm-hmm. she got a list of people that she's you know, dealt with.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing, man, like, you know, you know, like like I said earlier about jacking off before you talk to a woman like Lil Fizz reacted off of horniness. He let his dick make the decision, you know, like when you make decisions with your dick, this is this is the consequence of it. Like, you know, you can choose the sin, but you can't choose the consequence. I'm sure I've said that more than a lot of times on this show. Nigga what you do is easy The reaction to that shit Ain't got shit to do with you So yeah nigga it was easy to go And fuck somebody baby mama That shit cost your ass At least a hot seven digit number I'm sure this shit is a, This is an expensive mistake And the, the fucked up part Is nigga you ain't just fuck it up for you You fucked it up for uh, J-Bug And the basketball head nigga Uh <laughs> fucking krillin from uh,
3: uh krillin man. from dragon ball z I think said the basketball uh what's that, that that's the one that I was getting uh yeah, messed up Yeah he with. got
2: that uh thick ass head nigga the, the one who was getting fucked by uh Chris Christo- Strokes
3: uh, What was what was that nigga name Raspberry Yeah Raspberry
2: <laughs> Yeah that nigga He fuck raspberry money up Like nigga all behind thinking what you did you know how many bad bitches these niggas could have been fucking on? All the women in the world and you had to fuck your group mate's baby mama. Like, come on, dog. Bitches done had you niggas posters on their walls for like the last 10, 15 years. And instead of going to get any other woman, you had to fuck on your your, your bandmate's woman? Like, nigga, that's on you. I have zero remorse for Lil Fizz. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm enjoying watching this nigga fail. Like, uh, yeah. they, they were saying that shit on, on the Joe Budden podcast. The fact that Omarion did all this on Lil Fizz's birthday was even better. Like, just watching this nigga do this shit. Like, nigga, your birthday is now Omarion day. <laughs> and whenever your birthday comes, just think about... This nigga announcing this fucking tour, your ass ain't finna be on. Right. Like, nigga, that shit was great. I hope this nigga do some shit like this every year on Lil Fizz's birthday. Like, that shit was hilarious. I'm like,
3: man, I'm here for it. I don't even think they're gonna last long. This shit is like a fling.
2: But that's what I'm saying, though, my nigga. Like I said, temporary shit. These is permanent consequences to a temporary motherfucking emotional move. You moved off of being horny and now look at you. This shit didn't cost you millions. Like, nigga, motherfuckers can't move like that. Like, you can't be moving off of, of, of some some shit that's fleeting. Being horny is fleeting. Nigga, you, like, you've heard the term post-nut clarity? hmm Like, nigga, you, you thought this bitch was bad to the motherfucker. You was telling her all types of shit till after you hit. And this is something that I tell women... A lot Like niggas is finna tell you Everything that you wanna hear Before they fuck Everything You finna get a nigga best Motherfucking behavior Until he get the pussy You don't know this nigga Until after he get the pussy Because when we You know trying to finesse you And talk to you And saying all this beautiful shit It's like yeah baby I wanna do this I wanna just do right by you all this good shit man You know I, I I can't even see nobody else You You the only woman for me Till a nigga get them draws Now all of a sudden You ain't You ain't as cute as you was earlier Right Your ass ain't fat like it was at first You ain't as sexy as you was at first Because after a nigga get that nut Now he got that clarity Now he done got that Cum off his brain He like you know what Nah. You ain't all that. All of a sudden nigga don't answer his phone no more. <laughs> Hello? This nigga used to call me four times a day. Now I call him and he don't even answer.
3: Hmm.
2: Post nut clarity. You know, he he was he was thinking with his dick. Now he thinking with his brain. Now you ain't as cute as your ass was before a nigga fucked. You know like uh, a lot of times You gotta look at Another motherfucker's mind frame When dealing with them Like this was a post that I made on Instagram probably like three or four years Ago Uh, The difference between Attitude and mood You know your mood Is something that lasts mm, You know Like me I I consider myself to be a person That is happy But my mood ain't always good Sometimes I'm in a fucked up mood Sometimes right. I'm in a fucked up mood for nothing Right Like I literally just woke up Wasn't feeling good well, Fuck these niggas Exactly <laughs> You know like nigga and, oh, and, and you can't look at that as who a person is You know sometimes And this is a, a thing that comes with first impressions I've met people And their mood was fucked up Right So, I'm like, this nigga's a fucking asshole. Like, nigga, I said, what's up, nigga? Didn't say shit back. Like, you know, sometimes when you meet a motherfucker, if your mood ain't right, they'll take that as who you are. And that's not always the truth because sometimes you catch a motherfucker in the wrong mood. You know, and again, like, this is fleeting shit that you can't always take as who a person is. You know, like, if if I catch somebody and say... You know, they just lost a close relative or they best friend or shit. Even they fucking, they dog just died. You're not gonna get that person's best mood. Right. You know, they, they not gonna be the most welcoming to you. You know, so sometimes, like I tell people, when, when I meet people, I, I might have to give them a second chance. You know, sometimes I, I might meet you and, you know, go for the handshake and you kind of, yeah. You know, I'm, I get, hey man, what's up? How you doing? And you kind of like, mm-hmm, whatever, and blow a nigga off.
3: I'm I'm big on, on uh, energy. Like, if I meet somebody and like, uh, their energy is is different. Like, I I pick up on it, but okay. So we stand office right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. What up, dog? Yeah. What up? Keep pushing. You know, if 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 somebody you know choose to be like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, okay, cool. Like, I'll have a better mood than. I'm gonna reflect whatever you putting out. Whatever yeah. you putting out, you are gonna get that same shit back. You disrespect, we we disrespecting you. Uh, you, you, you cool, happy? Okay, cool. We, we sitting politic and whatever the case happened. I'm I'm real big on energy, dog. Yeah, super.
2: Yeah, and see, so, <clears throat> like with me, like that's how I am. But I also believe in you know basically trying to catch you maybe in a better mood. Because sometimes I've met people and it's been like that, like they gave me a fucked up vibe and me being the person that I am, I believe in communication. So if I catch the wrong vibe from you, sometimes I'll maybe ask you or say something to the effect of like, man, you know, maybe you, you ain't in the right mood, you know, I'll, I'll catch you later on. You know, maybe, you know, I, I I could tell you, you might be going through something or something. So, man, I'll, you know, I'll highlight you later. You know, maybe we can do this another time. You know, whether that be a date, a first meeting, or anything of that nature. Cause, you know, sometimes that first impression with certain people could be something of value. So, you know, like on my, my last episode about how you present yourself, you know, sometimes. If you ain't in the best of moods, you might want to call some shit off. Like, I would hate to be getting ready to go on a date with a woman, and I woke up on the wrong side of the fucking bed. And I really like her. Like, that could fuck the whole shit up. Like, you know, like, hmm, let me catch you when I'm in a better mood. And me personally, I'll tell you, like, um... Maybe we should do this maybe like next week. Like I I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I don't even want to do you like that. Because me, when I'm in a fucked up mood, I'm I'm not a cool motherfucker to be around. Like I'm just straight up about it. My wife know. Like nigga when my mood bad. Yeah, you you gotta niggas
3: need space out here, man.
2: Yeah, nigga. I'm I'm not charismatic. I'm not funny.
3: I'm not engaging. Uh-huh. I'm an asshole. And you know it's funny like <clears throat> I know uh, I used to be pissed And I was with my ex nigga She be like She knew I was pissed Cause I, I'll have I had a brother Lynch Hung, hung bumping nigga Nigga Southside you say play that Nigga Go L- 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 to piss tunes <laughs> <laughs> Nigga I, I'll be Southside Sacramento up When I'm pissed nigga All That shit be loud I don't give a fuck Like you know And I I gotta stop Like I stopped that shit now But I used to Play that shit, nigga. I'll be smashing, Woo nigga, driving crazy to the motherfucker.
2: Yeah, I, I used to, have, I used to have a little, little fuck everybody mix, <laughs> you know, little, little playlist of, yeah, nigga, this, this the shit I play when I want to fuck somebody up. Let me go ahead throw this on. Remember that, uh, don't fuck around by Fiend
3: Oh wow, yeah, you fuck with Fiend
2: huh? Yeah, when I used to get pissed off, nigga, that was that was the anthem.
3: I fuck with Fiend That's one of my favorites
2: Yeah don't fuck around And uh Pastor Troy Uh Uh, uh This the city
3: This the city Pastor Troy Yeah That ain't I, the one He was dissing Master P
2: Yeah But that one was subliminal
3: Oh okay It wasn't all that. We out. ready is we ready. That's uh, the one I'm talking about We ready Yeah okay. we
2: ready Is the one where he uh. <clears throat> but nah This the city Nigga the way that little beat drop That was That was some killer nigga music I had a CD With that shit written on it Like nigga When I get pissed <laughs> off Yeah We gonna go ahead and Put this
3: on But see the thing is Like you can use You can channel that 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 anger Or that energy Into the music Like Instead of going Doing some stupid shit Like you'll just be like Okay let me throw this shit on Yeah it, it Some Sometimes It would have to reach that point But A lot of times man You gotta just be like Yeah
2: Yeah Put it into your art
3: yeah, yeah Cause you
2: know like like I said, about finding something that gets you out of that emotional place. Yeah. Some people create music. Some people write. Some people rap. You know, some motherfuckers draw, paint. Whatever you do that gets you out of your mood. Podcast episodes. Yeah, go do that. <laughs> do a podcast episode and don't release it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I got a couple episodes that's not released.
2: Yeah, cause I am like, nigga, it's some shit you might have to delete, nigga. You might say some shit out of anger on a podcast, nigga, and the uh, rest will be history.
3: I got some. I actually got some historical uh, episodes. I gotta find them joints. It's pretty funny. Yeah, pretty Nick, funny.
2: Nikki Hep says, "South sack Iraq." South sack Iraq. Man, I am telling you, but yeah, nigga, like she know about. She from Sacramento. No shit. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah I had some cousins out there <clears throat> Shout out to Oak Park
3: oh, okay The red side
2: huh Yeah, yeah. But yeah man I, I had some family out there Fucking in Oakland and shit But yeah just you know As far as Everything that we've been talking about Like when it comes to your Emotions there's nothing wrong With having emotions you know, like, I'm not saying, like, you got to figure out a way not to get angry. You have to figure out how not to be sad. Hell no, nigga. You a fucking weirdo if something happens and it doesn't piss you off. If you don't get mad, sad, angry, offended, or any of that type of shit, even, you know, when it comes to miscommunication, because, you know, a lot of times somebody say something to you and it don't matter what a motherfucker mean. Right. Sometimes you might not take it the right way. They might have said something and had all the best intentions, but the way you heard it wasn't the right shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not wrong to have miscommunication. But when it's all said and done, when all this shit happens and your emotions take you over, mm-hmm. you got to learn to back the fuck up off of that and react when your mind is back where it's supposed to be. You know, whether you count to 10 or whether you have to go and, you know, play Summer Walker real loud or, you know, whatever you do. Because, you know,
3: women. Fuck Summer Walker.
2: Yeah, hell yeah, fuck that punk ass bitch. (laughs) Ugly version of the fucking pretty hoe. But I'm just saying, you know, women, you know, every year they got one. They got that one album that they play when it's fuck niggas. You know whether that shit be uh. Remember Fantasia? Fantasia had an anthem. My ex used to love that shit. Fantasia had some shit, nigga. I, I remember uh, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me and all that type of shit.
3: You know what Used to be one back in the day that Mary J. Uh, yeah. What's the name of that song? That uh, not gonna cry. Yeah, not gonna cry. What's and, another? Uh,
2: that one off the um, waiting to exhale soundtrack. No that was not gonna cry huh? that 11 gonna cry. years no? and yeah. yeah yeah. Your lover and your secretary Yeah But that's what I'm saying Like you know If, if you gotta go and, and play that music Real loud Yeah Do that first Before you go And bust a nigga windows And cut his tires up Jasmine Sullivan And all that shit You can listen to the songs But you bust the wrong nigga tires That nigga gonna bust Your fucking eye socket <laughs> yeah. Like, nigga, you did this thinking that was going to make you feel better. He did something to make himself feel better. Like, you can't always react off of what your emotions tell you to do. You know, we got a big problem with that shit, and we need to get over that shit just as a fucking community. Like, when shit happens that's not in our favor, we got to stop reacting emotionally. We're going to have to start reacting strategically as a person and as a people. You know, and I'm gonna drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host Young Dolomite of the Too Much Game podcast sitting here with the super producer Ben Reddy. Yes, sir. If you would like to support us financially, it is patreon.com/townhousemedia town e house media. Support all the Townhouse Media Podcasts Seriously not another podcast Friday nights at 9pm Y'all coming back February Yeah we be back February um, Shout out to the No Rules Podcast No Rules with a Z um, They are Wednesday evenings At 5pm Pacific uh, Cat versus Dog Podcast 3pm Pacific On Sundays uh, And Too Much Game Live at 5pm Every motherfucking Sunday Sometimes I be late Sometimes both our shows be late But we gonna be here though
3: And always on time
2: Hell yeah nigga You might not be here when you call us But we always on time We on all streaming platforms So even if your ass is late Go to any streaming platform Wherever you listen to podcasts We on that shit
3: Tabernacle
2: All that Church (laughs) Mosque Motherfucking temple <laughs> Sanctuary Shrine All that shit <laughs> uh, Shit I think that's it huh Yeah that's it Well fuck it Y'all already know I ain't here to help you get bitches I'm here to help you get better Too much gang